video of the baby getting glasses for the first time. Doesn't know what's going on, but it's fucking adorable. I'm not going to put a link to this, but I am going to leave this part in. So you can all just Google it. Just Google baby gets glasses for the first time because it's awesome. Hi, everyone. Oh, we're, we're on. We are rolling. Hello, hello. I want that chili. So my name is David, and I've been spending a lot of time on Reddit today. Greg's mic's fallen over already. It is. Oh, no. It's a limp mic. Oh, a limp. You don't tighten it. You just do a better job. Here, we're going to do that. You don't hey. fix it. You just do a better job. Yeah. I've been spending a lot of time on Reddit today, which I think is interesting, and I learned some things. The first thing I learned is that this is really interesting. Here's an article. It says, depression alters vision, making the world appear far more dull and monochrome, uh, which is due to lower retinal activity in comparison to someone that doesn't suffer from depression. Hmm. And I have this weird thing that happens to me every once in a while where every once in a while I'll like realize, like, oh, shit, everything's really bright and colorful. And I wonder if that's because I am depressed a, a good one of them good depressed boys that like every once in a while it sort of sneaks back in it's like oh look but it's so nice i don't know hmm. does anyone ever else happen that to, to them <laughs> no or they know it's like a sudden a sudden just color like, you just look around and you're like oh wow the blues really sky today today Man, I haven't even started drinking yet. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sometimes I see the world in a very beautiful color. I mean, I think recently I only noticed that because whenever I come outside, I'd notice that the sun hasn't gone down yet. That is nice. You know yeah. what I mean? Spring's, spring is a coming. Yeah. The yeah, other I one I... I see like the color of it, but I think like in the middle of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm having a really good day today. Like, uh-huh. this is yeah. a really good day today, That's which nice. means... When it's not, that I'm very aware of that as well. Fair yeah. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Are you depressed? Oh, yeah. I uh, definitely have days where. Sweet. Yeah. Well, and you know, I just went through playing Constantine and Siegel. Yeah. And that was, there were some terrible days where I just either couldn't get out of bed or I'd sit and just like be on the couch trying to. Uh, trying to do things for my character and then just slip into my own depression, like let that seep seep into mm. my daily it would, life. It would it would make you think of other things that oh, were already happening. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. but I'm a rabbit hole person, anyways. Like I'll get on like one task and then one, you know, twenty minutes later, I've done like a hundred other things, like in my mind. Yeah. Know? So so that's easy to go down uh, a personal rabbit hole if I'm trying to do like one or two tasks that are not you know, something of a personal nature. Um, my So my name is David, and this is Dress for the Podcast You Want. My co-host is Megan Greener. Hello, hello, Megan, hello. How are you? Oh, fine. How's your nose? I can breathe out of it technically um, if I close my mouth, but it's just stuffed up enough where I'm aware of it and it's a little annoying. So I'm, I'm probably going to be a bit more of a, a mouth breather than I usually am. Nice. So, I'm okay yeah. with that. And I yeah. think that's what people subscribe for. Yeah. Um, and mouth our guest breathing. today <laughs> mouth is Greg Pragel. Hello. Gregory Pragel. Gregory Constantine Pragel. <laughs> sure. You've taken on the role. It's yours now. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> how are you, Greg? I'm good. Thanks I'm good. for being here today. Yeah, thank you, David. We Greg, spend a lot of time me. with you these days. Yeah, these it's days. True. Yeah. Greg true. is an actor. I am. A uh, fight choreographer. I am. An educator. 
I am. And a brilliant lover. Okay, I'll take that too. <laughs> that <laughs> we have at the, the top of the list, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to put that fourth. That's, I mean, a brilliant lover, Save but fourth on my list. Last. Yeah, there we go. In okay. case you guys hear this um, sudden spurt of beautiful music yeah, every once in a while, it is Greg's lovely, lovely wife, Liz, who is one of my favorite people in the world, and that she's sitting in the back. Hi, Liz. So if you hear a live audience, that's what's happening. She'll get her turn. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing that I learned about is that the phrase which came first, the chicken or the egg? That's a bunch of bull donkey. Because of course an egg came first. Of course an egg came first. Now, was this a realization in, in your head or did somebody tell you this? This is what I read on Reddit. Oh, well, but I mean, it if just it's on Reddit go. then. Yeah, those, Reddit, those Redditors. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> they're, they're it doesn't brilliant. matter. It just matters that, that of course, a, a non-chicken egg came first. Right? Mm-hmm. Lizards lay eggs. Yeah. Lots of stuff lay eggs. Sure. Stupid. Ducks. Du- ducks. Which came first, the duck or the chicken? That's <laughs> which, the, well, which That's came real first, question. the egg or the egg's egg? What? Yeah. There you go. That see. doesn't make any sense. I got you thinking. No, you didn't. <laughs> you got me the opposite <laughs> look, of thinking. Look that up on Reddit. You got me mad. <laughs> Great. I was going to be pissed off this whole episode. <laughs> uh, this is the worst episode I've ever been. No break ever colors been. today, David. No what? <laughs> No bright colors today. No, there are no bright colors today. Oh, I'm no. very, I'm very, wow, depressed. Wow. <laughs> but it's not like be saying I'm depressed doesn't mean like I'm unhappy being around the people I'm around. It just means like I'm depressed. So, oh well. But enough about me. Let's talk oh, about me. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hamlet. I don't like. This is weird. We did it. This is. It's been a while since we recorded. We yeah. did a lot of episodes all in a row, N- knowing that this was coming. Yeah. 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 Knowing Hamlet was coming. We yeah. Were like we got to get out in front of this thing, and so now we're sort of catching back up. Yeah. Um, so we are recording this the week before it comes out, and mm. we uh, and by the time this episode <laughs> goes out, we'll have been doing. We'll have been performing Hamlet. Megan and I are performing Hamlet uh, and Ophelia. We switch roles every night. And Greg is in that production of Hamlet right now. With Hamlet isn't dead, Greg is playing Laertes. Yes, and, yes. and is the fight choreographer and, and fight captain. Yeah. Yes, yes. All around fight guy. Yeah. How and how's that been? Awesome. Good. We'll talk more about it later. Great. But first, I have a question. I have a question for you. Okay. You can't whisper. Only I can whisper. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay. Okay. Well, because I know how to do a good whisper. Okay. He just eats the mic. That's all. You just if you're gonna whisper, you gotta get him really close. Like right here. Yeah, like right there. Okay, that's a good spot. Liz, help me. Liz, help. Um, <laughs> that's the sweet spot. Greg, Yeah. do you consider yourself a successful person? You know, you were talking about this last week, and I was like, we're going to get to this moment, and I'm just going to be honest and be like, no. Like, really? Yeah, no. Why? Um, because, like, I'm successful in some life goals. Okay. Like, meeting Liz was a huge success. Your wife. But, but yeah, but like I didn't have any real control over that other than I work hard every day to try to um, make her happy and keep that relationship as alive and fresh and loving as it can be. Mm-hmm. Would you be saying all this if I she feel? weren't sitting on the couch behind you? <laughs> Wait, what? If I was what? Would you be saying all this if she weren't sitting on the couch? Like, yes, I would. Right. She knows that. He's nuts about her. She knows that. It's interesting. That brings up this idea of like you said that it's not something that you intended to right. happen, but like that doesn't make it less successful, right? Sometimes we're successful accidentally. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you, well, no, the example I was about to give 
would not be an example of success. I was going to say, like, maybe you want to make an omelet and you end up making scrambled eggs. If your goal was to make food, great. Successful. You did it. Yeah. yeah. If your goal was to make an omelet, not so much. Yeah, not so much. Um, but you found finding or making something better. Do you think that's what it was? Do you think that's what scrambled eggs were? I mean, someone just went, you know what? Fuck, this is... These are a different kind of success. This is scrambled eggs now. That's what that's what they're called. I mean, no, I love I, I love a good scrambled egg mixed with like veggies and other things I stick in it. So I think that's pretty successful. Pretty successful. Yeah. Yeah, nice. but you you know that somebody was going for something really really nice and was like, and yeah. Went, yeah, 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 fucker, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. One can only hope. <laughs> um. Okay. So you're married. To yeah. the love of your life. Yeah. That's successful. Yeah. What about the other stuff? Like I'm doing what I love. Uh-huh. So that's successful in of that sense. What do you love? Like I love acting. Mm-hmm. Like I true I know I love like almost anything theater related. Like if I'm teaching it, loving it. Like I'm loving the people who are learning from me and I'm loving doing it myself. Like same with fight choreography, same with acting, like just being in the process or performing. Love it. And you're auditioning, and love it. I don't know how long you've been doing this part, but like at least in the last year, you've been increasing your amount of directing as well. Yeah. 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 And yeah, got to like New York directorial debut was like doing a world premiere play. Like it was And that play was so good. Amazing. Thank you. What yeah. was it? Thank uh, you. Thirty six Juniper. Oh, that's uh, right. Wrong house yeah. theater. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. It, yeah. That was an incredible experience. So like, yes, like there are those moments of success and, but then I am the type of person that, that focuses on either the next thing or, or like what I'm not doing. Okay. Like, even when I'm doing the great stuff, like right now, I'm like, oh, when this is over, I, I don't have anything like Whoa, that. Greg. I know. You got to live in the moment, baby. I know, do you, do you feel like you're talking to the male version of me? Uh, sometimes when I talk to Greg, I feel that way. In any couple, yeah. uh, this will be this will be interesting, right? So we're inter- interviewing <laughs> Greg right now, and then after this, we're all going to eat some turkey chili. Yay. And then we're going to interview Liz. <laughs> and Liz then, made so the chili. Liz yeah, made she the did. chili. Yeah. So this episode will come out on the week that it comes out and then Liz's will come out the next week and I think it's sort of like our first like it'll be like a two part series because you're both here you're both in the room you're both listening to each other you're both halves of the same hole same pod time same pod channel (laughs) yeah in every relationship that I interact with I think that I identify that there is a one that is more like me and a one that is more like the other person and I think Liz and I are more similar and you and Greg are more similar so yes I feel that way a lot yeah Um, especially as artists especially as artists Yeah. yeah Liz likes to scream no, like you guys go with the flow a little bit more. Oh, yeah, you and you and I we sort of take the, world the heck on our out of each other. Yeah, we, yeah. Beat, we beat the shit out of ourselves. Yeah. And, and we, yeah. yeah. But I, I realized a similar that, background not, of our training, I think, very hits on yes. that. Yeah. The way yes. you and I have been trained are very, very similar. And so. I think I've said this before, but like, I don't know if you know this, but like, I, I know me. I've said it before that like, so when I went to Stella, I went to Stella Adler Studio. In my last year, I told one of my professors, I was like, so I think like through this process, it's been amazing because it's raised my level, like my bar, uh-huh. you know? But I've raised the bar that each time I do something, I never will achieve that. Mm-hmm. And so like it pushes me mm-hmm. because I want to find all the ins and outs of the character and I want to do all the research and all the language work and like do everything that I can. Right. But I don't think I'll ever achieve what I think is like greatness. And and, and I'm OK with that as long. Are you? I'm not OK with that idea. OK. I'm not OK with that idea, but I'm OK when I'm performing it and in it because I enjoy it so much. Mm. And I know if I've given everything to what I'm doing, 
I'm okay with that. Because I mean, I'm interested in that because we're doing Hamlet right now, and I thought Hamlet would be the first role that I was like actual word perfect on. We had the script for yeah. a very long time, and I thought like I'll study this and I'll make it my main focus, and I'll get like actual word perfect on every part of it. And that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have all the words, and I'm gonna say most of them, but. Megan, we've we I mean we've been going through the same struggle of lear- yeah. just learning all the fucking lines. Just, yep. just there's so the many words. Yeah, and something as rudimentary as that. Yeah. yeah. And what's really interesting is that if you don't mind me talking about you, it's fine. For Megan, it is a hard process, right? I haven't learned these lines. I'm. What if I don't learn these lines? I'm gonna. This is bad. Yeah. And I go like, I haven't learned all these lines yet. I wonder if I'm gonna learn them. Yeah, I'm sure I will. <laughs> um, and Greg and Liz were around for some of like the depths of my sorrow and beating the shit out of myself just this time yeah. last week. Yeah, from having recorded and this. And now yeah. you can fucking do it. I could I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're totally. amazing. I, I can get I could see myself getting through the show. Which at this point last week, if you had asked me, I would have said absolutely not. Yeah. I can't picture I it. Therefore, it. it can't be done. Yeah, you were saying you were like, that's no, not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I cannot believe we're opening because yeah. this is not gonna be able to get from beginning to end. How has the Hamlet process been for you specifically in, um, in sort of context with what you've been talking about? Very difficult because uh-huh. I came straight out of another show. So, you know, Constantine blessed, blessed to do that. Oh, you know, in like a, a real light, fluffy piece called The Seagull. Right. <laughs> so, but so happy, thankful that I got to do that. But then going right into this, I haven't done any of like the research on this character that I would normally do, like, you know, with the history of the actors that have done it. And like, I've just been kind of like, all right, I'm bringing myself to this and whatever James, our director and anyone else throws at me in the room, that's what's going to come out. And I just have to be okay with that this time around. Greg, where's your website? www.gregpragle.com. Why doesn't it come up when I Google it? Oh, Are you spelling Pragle right? Yeah, Pragel. Yeah, if you Google, it probably doesn't come up right away. I got it. Ooh, there he is. There we go, yeah. Oh, it's a great site. That Beautiful. Nice I wonder why it doesn't come up. You gotta, you gotta up your SEO, baby. I, I, I gotta update it. Yeah, we've, we've, I'm really we've interested got a show that opens this saying. week, and I should be plugging that on there. I don't want to fight with. I'm gonna fight with Greg. Fight with me. Why? Why? You, I why don't would, know. Because why would you want to fight with Greg? We do it every other show. Anyway. Because come on. Because I'm gonna talk about you like you're not here too. All Go right. ahead. This, yeah. this everyone's invisible. Everyone, stop. Here I am. Is <laughs> he's coming into this process? Going. I haven't looked at what these other actors are doing. I haven't researched what my like name means in Greek. Um, <laughs> yep. No. But totally like, true. who cares about that stuff? We. I want to see you. I want to. I don't care what people did in the 1700s with Laertes. I want to see what Greg does with Laertes in 2019. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So that. where did that come from? Where did what come from? The impulse to do that as part of your process. To, I guess, be very aware of how it's been done. I, I or suppose. just all that, re- like all of that stuff. Like I ne- I've never thought about any of that in doing Hamlet. I've thought about like, this line makes Hamlet sad. What makes me sad? I've thought about like, uh, what would I do if I really saw a ghost? Like, but truly nobody's coming to see Hamlet to see the story of Hamlet. People are coming to see Hamlet to see that person play Hamlet. Okay. I I, th- I think nowadays, like everybody's got the core idea of a, a piece, Except a piece my, of what the show my is. My friend about. Liam, who is eight years old, who's coming to see Hamlet, like he's right. coming to see Hamlet, right? So he might get the story, but he's also, but he's your friend, so he's also coming to see you That's do fair. Hamlet. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I think. Well, where did it come from? That's I don't my first think. Question. I don't think I trust myself that I have a full enough experience or 
something that people are interested in watching. And so I dive into other people's like processes and mm. other people's histories and other, and try to pull from that, which then my experience, like Greg's life experience grows through that process. But then I get to share that much more of myself as I'm learning. Does Greg's I'm life also experience growing. grow? Sure. Greg's because, well, my intelligence. Knowledge. Right. Knowledge. Grows. Right. Knowledge. But also in uh, exploring that and stuff, like the way that you've been exploring Hamlet, you can tap into, even if it's that much of a percentage, sure. but that much of a percentage. And I'm holding my fingers very, very small right now. So that, that's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> a very small percentage of what it is that, like, your father was killed by your uncle. Uh huh. You know? But, uh -huh. like, you do get that life experience like you you do get that well i don't because my father wasn't murdered by my uncle right you don't you don't fully get it but but you get the knowledge of it to be able to portray it which is deeper than anyone who just thinks about it because you're actually putting yourself in that position but it comes from the same reservoir it always all comes from the same reservoir being scared of seeing a ghost of your dad comes from the same reservoir as seeing a dinosaur insofar as i've never seen a ghost of my dad and yeah. i've never seen a dinosaur but i have been scared of a horror movie or someone jumping out and saying boo or like i have an emotional connection to the emotion that colors the the imaginary circumstances yes right yes i totally agree with that. well and i yes. just think you have i mean not to get and we can cut out whatever part of this you want but like yeah. I mean, we won't even talk about it specifically but just like you have so much connection to laertes specifically yeah. right yeah. like there's so much familial stuff and like, yes yeah i i i am megan and i this is the hamlet episode i didn't even mean for it to be it'll be about greg eventually but we're talking about hamlet now. <laughs> um like come see hamlet yeah come see hamlet. um <laughs> I've never experienced a significant death in my family, yeah. right? My step-uncle died when I was young. My great-grandmother died when I was, like, so young, I don't even remember. I might have been, like, 10 or 12. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. have my, my dad's dad died right after I was born, so I don't remember that, obviously. And she remarried, so, like, I don't have that near at all. Megan, on the other hand, Megan's mother died two and a, a half-ish years ago. Two and some change, yeah. Which is like, that's what Hamlet's about. It's about the grieving over the death of a parent. Yeah. <laughs> so we come to this role at such completely immediately different places. Yeah. It's really, I don't, that doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it's well, interesting. No, well, but in the way that you explore that, you want it to be as full as that, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you haven't experienced that, you're trying to discover through our rehearsal process and mm -hmm. your own private rehearsal process what it's like to experience it that that full and honest and truthful to that relationship mm -hmm. and even if you haven't in your own life you have that much of a percentage of that now because you have actually small fingers again, yeah. yeah small fingers small fingers small percentage um that you are that much closer to it and even if it's only that much it's that much more truthful that way that hopefully someone who's watching that in the audience can believe it then. Yeah. As opposed to it being BS. You also really like Spider-Man, huh? Yeah, so let's switch to that. Let's talk about <laughs> Spider-Man a little bit. <laughs> I just got the coolest statue the other night. Oh, and Funkos. Yeah, my wife, Liz, goes Funkos. Oh, I thought, I thought she said, fuck us. I, I <laughs> that too, that as, too. As if either it was an invitation or... 
<laughs> or just like a denouncement of just like, fuck us, we have so many toys in our house. Greg yeah, is too. literally I wearing a too. Spider-Man hoodie yeah. and an Avengers I baseball have cap. I my Infinity War hat on yeah. and my Iron Spider What toy did you get? War. I mean, statue. It, it just came out. I pre-ordered it and it just came, but it's an Iron Spider thing and he's standing on top of is a piece of Is it that big? Titan. You did big? That was big hands. It's, it's like that big. Whoa, it's huge. Yeah, it's pretty Is this big. the thing that you went and picked up in Queens? No, that was something else. <laughs> Just like as big as your Funko. forearm. <laughs> that was a Funko, and like I quietly took it out the other night while Liz was like in the bathroom getting ready for bed, and then she came back, and I saw her reaction, like looking at it, like there's another damn Funko. <laughs> Funko pop. Damn it. Damn we it. will test your marriage. Oh yeah, yeah. Brought to you by Funko Pop. Man, I would love to be sponsored by Funko. Oh my god! Uh, wouldn't That'd that be, be great? Not brought to you by Marie Kondo. <laughs> no, 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 no. At some point, I'll have Funko to Marie Kondo. But they spark my joy in you. They do spark joy. In they you. do. But now that I have like a, a plethora, that's my problem. That I'll look at some of them and go, I could have done without that one. But uh-huh, I, but then uh-huh. I look at it and I go, but I still love it. That's my problem with Marie Kondo. Okay. Is what about hoarders? What if they actually look at everything yeah. and touch everything and say? This brings me joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone else would look at that and be like, there is no way that newspaper from 1947 yeah. brings you joy. And that newspaper like, right. with it, old dog droppings it, wrapped up in it. It right. does. So, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. No one says Well, fuck her on whole thing is if it does, then it does, right? She doesn't say, like, get rid of it even yeah. if it does. Yeah. So then you're keeping everything. Huh. Maybe. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe she does. Maybe in the last one she says... Now she just quarters. slaps someone across the face <laughs> and says, like, get, get rid, rid of, of it. <laughs> you cut it out. You are lying to me. <laughs> you, are you, there is no way. Look me in the eye and tell me that sparks you joy. That's not how we condo. That's, <laughs> That's not how we condo. <laughs> um, why you like Spider-Man so much, huh? Um, I don't know. When I was a kid, I always had Spidey toys. I'm not and was like any answers out of you. What? I wanted to know where you got... The looking up people who have done it in the past in your in your process, and you gave a kind of good answer, but like, did someone tell you to do that, or did an acting teacher tell you to do that, or like, no, I that's think something that you just came up with. No, I think it's that a lot of teachers are like, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, and I try to take anything from anyone who mm-hmm. gives me something, so I try to do all of it. Well, mm. you can't. I, that that always happens, though. I mean, like I'll get like twenty books out of the library, and if I go through three or four of them, I feel like oh, that's why you I've like done a good Spider-Man, job because you are Peter Parker. I yeah, cool. Yeah. Except I don't do photography. Oh, you could. I would love to. Well, why don't you? Well, that's just one more thing on the list. Liz, get Greg a camera I, for his birthday. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, she doesn't like pictures anyways. I always take pictures of us, and she's like, do we have to take another picture? Aw. Yeah. That's nice. I have like 3,000 pictures on my I also like phone. Spider-Man. You do. You do. I got Spider-Man hanging up over there. Yep. Got Spider-Man over there. And the game. And the game. Yeah, when the game oh, first ca- game. came out, that was a big day when you invited Greg over. Oh, my God. That was amazing. I played that game for like three days straight. Yep. I did nothing but play that game it's until true. it was finished. I've it's only true. played it for the two hours that I've been with you, and it was the best two hours. Hey, man. Well, Liz <laughs> is doing the... Podcast, feel free. Woo-hoo. Mikasa, Sukasa. <laughs> Swinging around in my underwear, taking pictures Wee-wee. of myself. I also like Spider-Man because he... It's one of the costumes. Is there, is there something about him that is like, oh, that's like me? Oh, I think it's just that, yeah, he's the, he's the what, the hopeless romantic that uh-huh. like, you know, when I became older, I was like, I think I connected even more and that's why it's such a strong mm-hmm. like bond to him and like, because like, yeah, hopeless romantic, nerdy guy who wins at the end of the day. Well, it's like, also this responsibility thing, right? That's Peter's big thing is like, yeah. 
you've got to be responsible. You've got to do what's right. And you are responsible, right? For every for whatever happens, you're responsible. And the thing and that Greg. you and the there's thing- been and there's been stuff too that like these articles of like the fact that he even in the comics you see him with like Ben's ghost, like sometimes in, in the clouds and Spooky. stuff. Yeah, but in the clouds or like just the spirit being present, like in there, just shows to the type of character that that person is that thinks that he's alive within him and yeah. like in the world and like in his mind and his heart and i'm like yeah that's the type that of feels person very great. I am. yeah that's yeah, yeah. very much me well the thing that you were telling to me at one point was that a unique i guess trait of spider-man's is that when he decides to get to be his his version of being snarky towards villains that he's fighting he's or capturing jokes he's always making jokes and the way he does it is a bit more good-natured as opposed to other people he's yes. very positive yeah he's a very positive figure which i really like yes um i was reading about that the other day i was reading about positivity specifically in podcasting and a lot of the podcasts that i really like a lot of them are on the the max fun network and i really like them and they, the common theme they all sort of have and this article is talking about is they're all really positive they all like have this like let's put something good out into the world and i was like is my podcast positive does it put good into the world I think it does. I, I think it does sometimes. I think it does until I tell a guest, you're not giving me any fucking answers. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe it's a little less. I think I like to think it runs the whole gambit. Yeah. We got a little something for everybody. We got some good uh, poo-poo jokes. We got some very deep intellectual soul searching. Mm. And we got swears. Yep. And later, we're all going to get nude. Well, I think that <laughs> for the Liz listeners that we have there. that do listen now somewhat on a, on a regular yeah. basis, uh, if I can assume that, I suppose yeah. we do, I think there are people that are so honest that others that are listening are like, oh, thank God, that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I guess that's the positive aspect. Yeah. Is that people... Is the recognition that they are not alone. Nope. And you're, you're talking about things that normally people probably hold close to their yeah. chest. That they don't like to talk about as openly. So uh-huh. anytime you open a conversation on a subject like that, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's it's got to be positive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's a fun question. Well, and we had we had talked about it at one point. I guess when we were like we were walking. I guess somewhere. And you we don't were walk. walking. <laughs> we were nice walking <laughs> on my little baby calf legs. <laughs> I think you had asked Greg. All right. Which version of Spider-Man are you, or which character from the Spider-Man Man, canon are you? This is and, and you were, a lot of listeners. Sorry. Well, I mean, we from Hamlet to um, Spidey. I mean, all the DC people are gone. A lot of our guests are actors. I mean, I guess already alienates a lot of people that don't want to talk about actors or listen to actors. So, oh no, I meant people who don't know any. Were you going to ask that question again of yeah. which Spider-Man people we are? I just yeah. think it's like if you don't know Spider-Man, I was doesn't mean asking to the you. professional who would he like label. Well, us who as. did you say last time? I said you're Peter Parker. You're the OG. Yeah, I Peter think Parker, the OG because you got that responsibility. Yeah. thing. Yeah, Megan Spider Gwen. Yeah, because she dope as hell and she's a drummer. Yeah, and a, a drummer. You're a drummer. Yeah. In a rock band. In, in a, a rock, rock band. band. Am I am I a rock band gal? Yes. Yeah. And we'll talk about that <laughs> right like, that Yeah, phase. sure you are. Well, no, you are. And don't let anybody tell you any differently. I'm really hoping. So for Hamlet, we gotta learn a lot of words. Oh, and I'm I'm Ben Riley. I'm I'm the clone one. That's fine. We'll get there. Oh yeah. Um, Scarlet uh, Spider. Yeah, I'm Scarlet Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a I got a vest. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is a vest guy. Oh my god. It's like sleeveless or whatever. It's the best costume. Megan. So for Hamlet, we gotta uh-huh. learn a bunch of lines and got sword fight. For Ophelia. We have to be sad and vulnerable, and we got to play the ukulele and sing. And Megan, uh-huh. my fiancé, yeah. 
my fiance with the fiance. Okay. No, there's yeah, nothing well, with really the fiance with, <laughs> with the peacock. <laughs> my fiance with the peacock. That's a Hamlet joke. Come see Hamlet. Um, <laughs> Please come see Hamlet. Um, <laughs> you have a lovely singing voice, and you are now playing the ukulele. And someone once upon a time told you something discouraging that made you not want to do music or mm-hmm. be comfortable doing music. But I really hope that this Hamlet process has sort of rubbed some of that away because you're just great. And if you want to be in a rock band, I would totally support that. <laughs> That's all. And Thanks. your costume has a hood too. So and you co- guys will be like hoodies, superheroes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Your costume has a hood and yeah. Spider-Gwen wears a hood. Cool. She can climb up walls. Can you? Uh, what else does she do? She got is blasts. She, she no. Miles Morales had blasts. Yeah, and he has the invisibility yeah, thing. Maybe. I don't think she. What does. she do? Yeah, what does she do? Nothing. <laughs> you know what she does? Earns seventy cents on the dollar that Peter Parker makes. See, there we see go. I'm technically alienated right now, but I'm fine. <laughs> I'm doing fine. Are you doing can, fine? I'm doing fine. I is can listen to this. We're so charming. It's yeah. That's basically oh, what it is. Sweet. We win. And you're very, you're very charming and very endearing. So I'm okay. Okay. Personality yeah. driven experience. This podcast. Nice. <laughs> it's like Hamlet. Yeah. Nobody's gonna come listen to this unless they're coming to listen to it for Greg or for me or for Megan. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I've been exploring a lot of what I want to be's. Um, when I first went into therapy, oh my god, six months ago, yeah. eight months ago. Yeah, about that. Um, Is that it? Uh, in New York, yeah, I did therapy in college, and then two years in, my therapist left, and I didn't want to start over with somebody else, so I just never went back. Yeah, I told my therapist something that was really true about me at the time was that I viewed my life as if I were a protagonist. I'm the protagonist of the story, and so sometimes that makes me like when I do things that aren't very interesting, when I sit and play video games, or when I like can't get out of bed, it makes me like go like oh if somebody were watching this or reading about it right now like this would be the super boring part i better like do something else to make it not that and i don't think about that so much anymore i don't i don't let that dictate what i do so much anymore what i have been doing lately is thinking about if i were these different characters like how i would do things and the one that came up recently was was blacklist was uh james spader's character in blacklist which again alienating if you haven't seen it but he's this like underground most wanted by the FBI, sort of mob bossy kind of guy. And I was, what was I doing? I think I was like playing a game on my phone on the subway and I was all like slunched over and I was just like on my phone. I was like, and I was like, if I were James Spader, if I were in Blacklist right now, Blacklist, Blacklist, Blacklight, Blackfish, Blackfish. If I were in Blacklist right now, like you would never see James Spader's character doing that. He would be sitting up straight, he would have his hat on, and he would be looking around, and he would be looking at the people around him and seeing, like, what they were doing and what they could do for him. And and I, I did that. And I adjusted my posture, and I had a different subway experience. And I've been doing that with lots of different characters lately. I don't know why, like, characters that I want to be. I think this all came from the other day we were talking about how I was going to start a cult, and Greg was going to be my 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 Cyclops. Heck yeah. Uh, my Scott Summers. And <laughs> was going to be like, all right, everyone, David says we've got to do this, so we're going to do it. And I'm going to be like, I'm that, sounds, I'm Come on. that sounds dumb. And he'd be like, how dare you? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to join my cult? I mean, what's your agenda, I guess? Yeah, you're at the back of the line, remember? You're like, wait, where where are we going again? Yeah, you're going? still in line yeah. at the very back. Yeah. Going, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> Stirring up dissension in the ranks. I'm going to put you in your place <laughs> behind the drum kit. 
Yeah. Well, that's what I said about Greg. If Greg were in my cult, I would just have to task him. I would have to give him something to do. Yeah. To and then I'd, from. Be, I'd be good. Yeah. My agenda for my cult is 9 a.m. Wake up. 9:30 a.m. No, I just meant. I just meant. I just meant the like the overall. What oh, is the goal? Not what itinerary. Is, yeah, no. Don't give me your like. Don't give me your planner and like show me your appointments. <laughs> she, like, she wants your cult mission statement. Yeah, yeah. I want your yeah. mission statement. My cult mission statement is um, <laughs> <laughs> to. Uh, it's a 501c3. <laughs> we are a 501c3. So donations are tax deductible. Um, we are dedicated to having as much fun as possible Excellent. while aiding others and having as much fun as we are having, which means we have a lot of social work, right? A lot of like giving and distributing of resources. And so that it's sort of Robin Hood-esque in that it's like, yes, we take time to have sort of Bacchanalian orgies. I was going to say, but is it a sex cult, though? It is a sex cult. Okay. okay. It is a sex cult. It is a sex cult. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I cannot state this enough. It is a sex cult. <laughs> is everyone sent to you? I mean, everyone passes through and <laughs> around and me. In yes, and yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Let's and not get that twisted. Out, okay. Yes, yes, yes. But also, there's a lot of like bringing resources to the underfunded, to the less less mobile, to the people who need it. But resources, resources meaning your penis, not just my penis. It's not <laughs> just a sex. Call. Here's a can of soup, and here's my penis. <laughs> I hope but you it feel also better. Means we have to like break down other structures right so like if people are the other hour of the day we have to <laughs> smash the patriarchy and the social class structure right we gotta like burn not burn smash we gotta you might feel burning for a little we gotta bit. kick some rich people out of their homes lovely because if one rich person lives in a big giant home and 20 other people could live in that home either 20 people gotta go in that home or we got to kick that person out and put 21 people in there. We should let people know that this is not a real intended It's thing. also a sex cult, and it just needs a name. We can't do the sex cult because I just, I don't, I don't have the energy, honey. It needs a name can't. and a t-shirt. Do we get a t-shirt? Honey. We do get t-shirts. That's the is big part of my Is there a little fox on it that says... My problem is a fox I've got teaching, I've got catering, like. I can't, I just can't. I'm I really want to get a tattoo. About to open Hamlet, I can't do a sex call. My I just can't do it. <laughs> my my grandma once uh, referred to me as a fox with his tail on fire, which I think it must be a southern, like a cute southern phrase. But that's perfect, though. Um, but it's perfect. But the problem is that's the Firefox logo, so I really want to get a tattoo of a fox with his tail on fire. But people will just go like. Are you do really like? Do Firefox? you work for? Firefox? Are you like yeah. anti Google Chrome? Yeah. <laughs> that's it's a sex cult, and we hate Google Chrome. Really, that's. <laughs> do you have Internet Explorer somewhere else on your body? Yeah. <laughs> and then exit out. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, had them cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring up Internet Explorer. It's too soon. <laughs> um, a lot of people in this cult. Yeah. What? There might have a lot of people in this cult. People yeah. are listening and they're going. Hate Google Chrome. Yeah, I'm totally getting in this cult. Yeah, yeah. come on down. Do Do you mind if I get back on the success train? Real I was going to ask Greg a question that was non sex cult related. Uh -huh. If that's acceptable to you, accessible. You to go. You? you go right ahead. Excellent, Gregory. Yes, David Lee. What is What does success mean to you? Is it success equals happiness? Is it success equals money? Is it success equals leading a sex cult? Like what 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 does success mean for you? I think it. 
is mostly financial. Mm. I don't know why it's in my head that way, but it's just like that's the first thing that comes up. Ding. Dollar signs. Okay. And and like the comfortability of that. Yeah. Maybe just because like the security. Yeah. And and it's not that like I love what I do, like I said, but I also know that I've just like kind of scraped by. Mm-hmm. Like at least since being in New York. But before being in New York, my craft and the love of doing it was not at the level of what I've been doing here. Okay. So I'd rather scrape by and do the level. I think the end goal, and it always has been, is to do like just work with people who are better or at the level that I am and just doing really good work. Something worth taking the time and effort and energy to do, you know, because it used to be like summer camp and sure. no, yeah. it's not anymore. It's sure. a career. I really appreciate your, you know, frankness in saying earlier in the ways that you felt you were and weren't successful, but just being here is a part of your success. So I guess like, do you have any advice in the ways you have been successful? And the fact that you're always, you are always going from one thing to the next, and at I, least from an outside point I of view. I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, Audra McDonald always said, and I think Liz was the one who told me that she said, I do anything that I'm scared of because it's the challenge I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I read an article, of course, Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield said, when I'm struggling, I feel like I do my best work. Mm. And I, I don't know. I just, there's, there's truth to that. This can go away at any time. And we can be playing in a Hamlet production or playing Hamlet and in three weeks gone, Yeah, Yeah. you know, and it's like you never know when you're going to get that opportunity again to do something that great. So like sink your teeth into everything that you can and and the different assets or or facets, I want to say, of like this business doing fight choreography and doing directing and I'm assistant directing right now and. Music directing, which I am mm-hmm. not a music director, but I was like, but I'm not, so I should try it. Someone is giving me the opportunity to try and do that, so why would I say no? I, I think that's how I've kept going on the ball. Doesn't cool. mean that I become financially successful for it, but not yet. in other ways, in other ways, I become very successful. Dope. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, David. Thanks, yeah. Meg. Th- thank you. Greg and Meg. In the morning, um, boop, boop, boop. it's another similarity. This yeah. has yeah, been yeah. the song we sing at our sex call every morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's our pledge of allegiance. That's our pledge. Is you find someone whose name rhymes with you, <laughs> that's the first person you have sex with. So yep. I don't do it a lot. No. <laughs> so I'm I'm relatively bored a lot. Of time. Yeah. <laughs> David and David mm, Clayton 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 Babe. Baven, Beyblade. Nah, I got nothing. Um, <laughs> this has been Dress for the Podcast You Want. Thanks for listening. I want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon donor, Laura St. Pierre, who is just a shining star in the darkest night of Patreonism. If you want, you can join her at patreon.com slash dress for the podcast and help us to fund this lovely sexual adventure that is not sexual because it's a podcast and podcasts are asexual. You can go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out more about us. Uh, also, big thanks to Dimly Wit for having us on the network, www.dimlywit.com, where you can hear this podcast as well as others like Bad Examples with Tracy DeMarco and Jessica Romano. There's a bunch of stuff going on at Dimly Wit. Now, yeah, yeah, actually. they got a lot of stuff now. I think we now have a show 
that comes out with a new episode every week because there's shorts, there's bad examples. There's I love that this is a new one. The Dullest People Alive, which is a, a Buffyverse podcast. I, I don't know it. anything about it. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm really excited about the title. So I love it. Thanks for Greg for being on, for Meg for helping out. Good, thank you. Part two of this episode will come out next week with Liz after we eat some delicious turkey. The other chili. part of this Woo-hoo. duo. So this amorous duo. Um, <laughs> let's go eat some chili. Okay. Hosted on dimlywit.com.